0: The end zone has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. Good morning, Cowboy fans, and welcome into another edition of Locked on Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell. So, so glad to be with you on this Wednesday morning. It is early, 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 but I had to get up and get this out so that everyone uh, would have all day to get to this edition of Locked on Pokes, because today is a big day. Everybody knows why today is a big day, right? It's the opening day of college basketball season for Oklahoma State. They're hosting ORU at home. It's a big game. Should be a lot of fun. No, it's because Cade Cunningham committed to Oklahoma State last night on Twitter. So, uh, kind of a fun story, actually. But if, if you're new, uh, if you're just tuning in, I'm Colby Powell. I'm the host here. We do this every single day. Um, Locked On Podcast Network is the number one local sports daily podcast network in the country. So glad that you're with us uh, and, and joining the team here at Locked On Pokes. So, funny story. Yesterday evening, I actually... I was not going to have time to record a podcast this morning. Uh, I had some other things going on, and I, I just wasn't going to have time on this Wednesday morning to record my podcast. So I had the brilliant idea. I thought, you know what? I I'll do. I will record the podcast tonight. This was yesterday. I will record the podcast tonight, and then tomorrow morning it, it can just it can just play. I'll I'll just set it to publish tomorrow morning, and and it'll be all recorded as if it is Wednesday. Uh, Well, that didn't work because I recorded about half an hour before Cade Cunningham announced. So I had this whole podcast talking about, uh, you know, Oklahoma State versus ORU and college basketball season getting underway and all this. And then I I get finished up about 30 minutes later, uh, Cade Cunningham releases his video on Twitter and uh, commits to Oklahoma State. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just I'll get up at six o'clock tomorrow morning. I'll get this podcast knocked out, uh, and I'll talk about Cade Cunningham because this is a program changer for Mike Boynton and Oklahoma State. Look, you, you'd got Marcus Watson, four-star uh, recruit, who, who you'd gotten through the door, who's now suspended. We'll see how that situation works itself out. You got Rondell Walker last week, the guard from PC West, to commit, who's a four-star. You got him in the door, but. Getting Cade Cunningham, who's the number two ranked player in the country, this is the highest Recruit that Oklahoma State has gotten in the ESPN 100 era. And I, I don't even know how long the ESPN 100 era goes back. But what this does is now, after Cade Cunningham releases his recruitment video on Twitter last night, Bryce Thompson tweets and says, Well, that changes things with the googly eyes. And then Rondell Walker replied back to that tweet. I'm sure Cade Cunningham has been in contact with Bryce Thompson, telling him, Hey, Come to Stillwater, let's do something special. This is a program changer for Mike Boynton, and, and this truly has the potential to set Oklahoma State back on track to, to being what it once was in terms of a basketball school uh, and a place where gallagher Arena is full more nights than it's not. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a listen to what Cade Cunningham has to say? We'll talk more about this. Uh, I've got a great show lined up for you. I'm not going to do 30 straight minutes of basketball. Uh, I am going to do a little bit of college football bowl projections and tell you what Oklahoma State can do on the football field to maximize the rest of its season. So I'll do that as well. I'll talk about some of the teams in the Big 12 who were in action last night. Kansas with a choke job in the last minute of the game, unable to, uh, to get the ball in the basket. And then we'll, uh, we'll get this thing wrapped up, previewing Oklahoma State and ORU tonight. So, uh, big day here on Locked On, folks, as Cade Cunningham, the number two recruit in the country, has committed to Mike Boynton and the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and he did so through this video last night on Twitter. It's been a long journey. I remember dreaming about being able to pick what school I would go to, being on the big stage with the lights on me, doing what I love to do. It was tough for me to believe that I'd be in a position to live out those dreams. But I guess that just shows how God works from being in the YMCA with the big head and trying my best to score without double dribbling to playing against the top players in the country and around the world. This process was stressful for me. When my brother took a job at Oklahoma State, most people assumed my decision had been made for me. But my family encouraged me to explore my options and make my own decision based on what I feel is best for me. I thank God for blessing me with this opportunity and those close to me for their love and support during this journey. I loved all the schools I visited, and I appreciate each program investing their time and energy into me. To be honest, I was this close to picking a different school. But blood is always sticking to water. Go folks! So cool to see that last night. From Cade Cunningham. When I first saw it, I was uh, my wife and I were just sitting down. We were about to watch uh, Jack Ryan, actually the new season of Jack Ryan that's come out on Amazon. If there are any Jack Ryan fans, and I just did one, I, I just one quick scroll through my phone, and I saw the Cade Cunningham tweet, and I thought, oh, we're gonna have to hold this for a second. So I go in, I watch that. Um, first off, I'm like, okay, we couldn't wait until tomorrow, so I could have recorded a fresh podcast. Uh, but no, I'm glad he did it when he did. And, um, you you know, Twitter went absolutely berserk whenever he committed to Oklahoma State. It was phenomenal. Uh, I I know Kentucky fans were not too happy. Uh, Kentucky fans, and, and I don't know if you all are familiar with any other fan bases like this, but Kentucky fans, when it comes to basketball, are very spoiled. They're very used to getting exactly what they want all the time. So, when one little thing goes wrong... What happens? They throw an absolute temper tantrum like children. That's what happens whenever a fan base gets spoiled, and then something goes wrong. They throw a temper tantrum, and that's what we saw last night. There were Kentucky fans replying to Cade Cunningham's tweet, you know, oh, good, I hope you can keep your brother from getting fired for a little longer, and and just a bunch of garbage that they were putting on Twitter. So, uh, you know what, Kentucky fans, I hope you have a terrible, terrible Wednesday, and uh, I hope that your college basketball season goes south. It's unlikely, because Kentucky – Look, Kentucky lands the top 5-10 players in the country every year. This is so unique for Oklahoma State to land the number two player in the country because you're going against Kentucky whenever you're recruiting a guy like this. And even at the end of Cade Cunningham's video there, he said, I was this close, and he had his fingers up, he said, I was this close to picking another school but blood is thicker than water. And and it did sound through that video as if Cade Cunningham's brother being at Oklahoma State was a big deal. Uh, you know, he talked about his family being supportive of him going out, exploring all of his options, making sure Oklahoma state is where he wanted to be, not just because his brother was there, but also because he felt that was a school where he could be successful and where he could maximize his potential. And he clearly felt that way as he has now committed to Oklahoma state. The early signing period begins a week from today. So you would hope that he will go ahead and put pen to paper a week from today. And now this really puts Oklahoma state fans on high alert for Bryce Thompson, Bryce Thompson. It has been believed, um, that Kansas was the front runner for Bryce Thompson. But now you have to think as an in-state product, grew up just down the road from Oklahoma state in Tulsa, Booker T Washington product, uh, shout out Hornets. You would have to think that this makes him reconsider and think about potentially doing something special in his home state just right down the road from where he grew up. So uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on Bryce Thompson and what happens there, but huge, huge day for Oklahoma State basketball as the Cade Cunningham commitment should really usher in a new era of Cowboy basketball. And what you would hope is that by getting Cade Cunningham to Oklahoma State, if in fact he is successful, then Mike Boynton will be able to sell his program to other recruits of the same caliber, and and not because their brothers work in Stillwater, not because they have a family tie and blood's thicker than water, but because Oklahoma State is an incredible basketball program with incredible facilities and a great arena that gets rocking night to night. There's a lot of excitement right now around the Oklahoma State basketball program. Get to Gallagher-Iba Arena. Get there. Support Mike Boynton. Mike Boynton is doing a phenomenal job. He is the guy to get it turned around at Oklahoma State on the basketball court. So uh, get to gallagher Arena, support the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Season gets underway tonight against ORU. We'll talk about that a little bit here later. Like I said, I do want to deviate and talk a little bit of football. We'll do that after the break. So glad you're with me on this Wednesday. Find me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked On Pokes. Let me know what you thought about the Cade Cunningham commitment and whether you think Oklahoma State will be able to land Bryce Thompson. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, talk a little football, uh, and then later on we'll talk some more Big 12 basketball. Pre- you oklahoma state uh oral roberts tonight i'll give you my predictions for the big 12 we'll talk about some of the teams that were in action last night so much to get to uh in such a short amount of time right here on locked on pokes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Welcome back, Cowboy fans, to another edition of Locked on Pokes. Head over to Twitter. Follow me at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. You can also subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you may be listening. So glad that everyone is with me this morning as Cade Cunningham has committed to Oklahoma State. Big, big day for Oklahoma State basketball as Mike Boynton uh, is doing everything in his power to get things turned around in Stillwater. You know, you look at the state of the program whenever he took over after Brad Underwood seemingly, uh, you, you know, was going to have this thing headed in the right direction. Bounces after one year. Obviously, things did not go well, but now Mike Boynton has taken over and Mike Boynton, uh, has been phenomenal from day one in Stillwater. So uh, hopefully the seniors, the three seniors, a couple sophomores this year, hopefully they can go out and uh, and and really lead the way. Uh, as far as getting this program turned around and then it'll be a younger crew taking over uh, next season as we've got some new recruits already in the door with the Boone Twins uh, potentially Marcus Watson, Chris Harris, former Texas A&M commit and then now you've got Rondell Walker, Kate Cunningham, potentially Bryce Thompson uh, depending on what he decides to do so big big day for Oklahoma State Cowboy Basketball but it is still football season and let us not forget about the pokes on the gridiron Chuba Hover. Spend Spencer Sanders did a great job this past Saturday making up for the loss of Tyler Wallace. Uh, and it was not only Tyler Wallace who was out on Saturday. Johnny Wilson, the starting center, also out. Trey Sterling was also out. So guys really did a great job of filling in for uh, for, for some injured Cowboys. So great win this past Saturday. And now Oklahoma State sits at 6-3. and three. And, you know, you hit that 6-win mark. You're into November. Oklahoma State won't play again until November uh, 12th. No. November 12th is this week. What am I thinking? November 16th, I think, is next Saturday. Yeah. November 16th, Oklahoma State will host Kansas. Then they're out West Virginia before coming back home to face the Oklahoma Sooners on November 30th. Now, uh, the, those are obviously some big games for Oklahoma State, especially the last one against Bedlam. You would hope you can get through Kansas and West Virginia. Nothing is a given. We've seen Oklahoma State look really good at times this year. We've seen Oklahoma State look really bad at times this year. Now, a, a lot of the bad had to do with Spencer Sanders turning the ball over and making big mistakes, and we would certainly hope at this point that he is done with those, which, which would lead you to believe that Oklahoma State will be favored and should be able to win against Kansas and West Virginia. So, so some bold projections, came Out We've got the the big sites. We've got Bleacher Report, ESPN, CBS, 247, and Sporting News. Uh, Shout out Sporting News. Shout out John Hoover, my good friend, Um, who, by the way, if you're a house divided, John Hoover hosts Locked On Sooners. So you can listen to Locked On Pokes and then uh, tell your significant other who might be a Sooner fan, we won't hold it against them, to go listen to John Hoover on Locked On Sooners. Uh, The Sporting News, will start there because they're the only ones who don't have Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl as their bowl prediction projection they've got the cowboys in the first responders bowl versus wyoming that would be a snoozer the other four sites all have oklahoma state in the texas bowl now espn actually does two based on you know if you go two and one or if you go three and oh the rest of the way whatever they've actually got oklahoma state potentially if they go three and oh could be in the alamo bowl facing utah on new year's eve which would be phenomenal that that would be uh you know oklahoma State has been to the Alamo Bowl several times. I personally have been to the Alamo Bowl, um, and and Oklahoma State always travels well for that, and you would get a good matchup against a Pac-12 team if you made your way to the Alamo Bowl. Now, the Texas Bowl, there's a huge discrepancy in teams that Oklahoma State could play in the Texas Bowl. Bleacher Report and ESPN both have SEC opponents, South Carolina and Texas A&M, but then CBS and 247 have Liberty, CBS has Liberty as the opponent. 247 has Central Michigan, little revenge game there for Oklahoma State. Let's play 60 minutes and only 60 minutes, shall we? Now, here's why there is such a discrepancy in the bowl projections for Oklahoma State. The SEC uh, could get as many as four teams in either the playoff or the New Year's Six bowl games. And then as many as half of the SEC teams could theoretically – not become bowl eligible. So what what that would leave would be a lot of empty bowl slots for other teams to fill so then a team like Liberty or Central Michigan could make their way into what's designed to be an SEC slot. Now, if uh, if Oklahoma State were to play an SEC opponent, I think that would be great. I think it would be a good matchup. I really wouldn't want them to play Liberty, even Central Michigan – i'm I'm out on that, I get it revenge game. It'd be fun to beat central Michigan, but do we really want to drudge up what's happening in central Michigan for an entire month as we prepare for the bowl game? Probably not. I'm out on that so I, hopefully it'll be an SEC opponent uh even better. Go win out, win your final three games. You've got a great chance to play a good matchup against a Pac-12 opponent in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, all right, that's enough football to, for today because today's basketball day. It's the opening day of the season. Kate Cunningham's a cowboy. Uh, it's a big day for the basketball program. So we'll take a break, come back. I'll give you my Big 12 basketball predictions uh, as we keep things rolling here on Locked on Pokes. I want to remind everybody about Roman. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Glad you're with me on this Wednesday. We take a break, come back, talk more Cowboy basketball and more Big 12 basketball here on Locked on Pokes, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked on Pokes. Kate Cunningham is a cowboy, and we're glad to be with you on a Wednesday. Uh, All right, we need to talk more basketball before we get out of here because basketball season, it's here, folks. Oklahoma State and ORU getting things underway tonight at uh, Gallagribe Arena. I know the weather's not supposed to be great. Hopefully as many people as possible are able to make it up to GIA. Leave a little bit earlier. Give yourself a little more time to get there. Be safe on the roads uh, if it's raining. We're supposed to get quite a bit of rain this afternoon into this evening. So everyone be careful if you are, in fact, going to the game Uh, to see a a really veteran starting five returning more possession minutes than any school in the Big 12 whenever you look at Isaac Likely, Thomas DeZagua, your Anae. Lindy Waters, as well as Cam McGriff. Oklahoma State uh, has a big-time returning five that should give them a good chance to make their way to the NCAA tournament. Uh, You don't know what you're going to get from some of the younger guys, Caleb and Keelan Boone, uh, Chris Harris, former Texas A&M commit. Right now, Marcus Watson, a four-star recruit, is not part of the team uh, as he gets things sorted out with the protective order that was issued to him uh, last week, I believe it was maybe two weeks ago, in Stillwater. So still trying to figure that whole situation out. But Oklahoma State, a lot of returning production more than anyone in the conference. Um, so w- whenever I, I sat down to do my, my Big 12 predictions, I, I took that into account, one. And I also took into account where Oklahoma State is heading as a program. So let's just go ahead and start, and I'll give you my predictions for this season for the Big 12 conference. Uh, at 10, I've got the fighting Jamie Dixons. TCU is not very good. They're just not, they haven't been in a while. I don't know when they will be again. It's almost consensus across the board that TCU is going to be the 10th best team in the conference. Uh, and that's where I've got them. I'm going to put Kansas state at number nine. Uh, look, Bruce Pearl and the squad at K state. I think they've had better years. They lost some guys, uh, they'll be all right long-term, I'm sure. Kansas State's one of those programs that, you know, they're not any kind of national power in basketball. They'll have two, three good years whenever they have a good class come through, and then they'll fall off, and they'll be a, an 11 or 12-win team for, for three, four years while they wait for it to boot back up. That's just the nature of the beast with Kansas State. Uh, at number seven – pardon me, at number eight – I just skipped right over number eight. At number eight, I'm going to have West Virginia. West Virginia – I thought about putting them higher because of the different style they play, the fact that whenever teams travel there, it is a travel to get to Morgantown. Uh, but I just don't think that they have a great ball club, so I'm going to put West Virginia at eight. And the reason that I actually put West Virginia at eight, and now I've got Oklahoma at seven, is because I I believe in Lon Kruger. I think Lon Kruger does a pretty good job of maximizing his talent. I think we see that on a pretty consistent basis from Lon. And uh, who am I to doubt Lon Kruger? Who's just really, truly one of the nicest guys in Oklahoma athletics. He uh, He's phenomenal. So I know a lot of people listening to this podcast probably don't like OU, but believe me whenever I tell you, Lon is a good dude, uh, and I've got Oklahoma picked seventh in the conference. Uh, now at number six, I've got Iowa State, the Fighting Steve Proms at number six. We'll see uh, how they're able to do this year. The Cyclones, you know, they've had Good years, uh, just some okay years, even, you know, regardless, they come down to the Big 12 tournament, and that is Ames South. So uh, look out for Iowa State come tournament time, but I've got them sixth in the conference i've got oklahoma state at five uh so just cracking the top half i love all the returning production uh you know this is still a team that went 12 and 20 last year though so i want to see it i want to see it consistently uh some of these young guys be producers so i've got oklahoma state at fifth in the big 12 i've got texas at four with the amount of talent texas has you know you'd like to be able to pick them higher but how can you do that all they do is disappoint It's what Texas does. So I'll pick Texas at number four. I I really went back and forth between whether to put Texas Tech or Baylor at three, and I wound up with Baylor at three. And and it's pretty simple. Give me Chris Beard. Chris Beard's replacing a lot. He's replacing a lot losing Jarrett Culver. You know what? Last year, he was replacing a lot. They had several starters, Keenan Evans, they were losing. And all they did last year was make a run to the, uh, to the national championship game. So Chris Beard knows what he's doing. I'll take Baylor at three, Texas Tech at two, which leaves the number one team in the conference for the last decade plus. It's the Kansas Jayhawks. We're all a little tired of it. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Kansas is Kansas, and I can't deny that. Uh, I'm not going to pick somebody else just to do it. You pick Kansas, you are going to be right. I mean, shoot, nearly one hundred percent of the time. So, I'll take Bill Self and Kansas at number one in the Big Twelve. Uh, and and if anyone dethrones them, you know that'd be great. Uh, Kansas last night they did start their season zero and one with a sixty eight to sixty six loss to Duke. Kansas was actually down sixty six to sixty three, and then they put together one of the worst possessions. I mean, imaginable. You're down 66-63, 14 seconds left. They get the ball inbound, and and then they try to go to the basket, and, and they're putting up wild shots at the basket. So the idea is to go get a quick, easy two, and then you can foul. Hopefully they miss a free throw. Now you only need two more instead of three more. The, the operative words there being quick and easy – Nothing was quick and easy about what Kansas was trying to do. If you can't get off a good look, I mean, Kansas was putting up low, low percentage shots six feet from the basket, heavily guarded, falling away. If you can't get up a better look than that from two, just kick it out and shoot a three. I mean, you can get a bad look from 22 feet, and if it goes in, you're tied. They're taking bad looks from six feet, and if it goes in, you're still behind. So I thought it was a a total disaster late from Kansas in that game against Duke. Duke gets the win 68-66. Texas Tech 7 teams actually were in action last night. That was the only game that really had any intrigue against a good opponent. Texas Tech took down Eastern Illinois by 25. Baylor beat Central Arkansas 105 to 61. Texas beat Northern Colorado by 24 points. Iowa State 110 to 74. Yeah, Baylor's 105 wasn't even the most points scored last night in the conference. Iowa State beat Mississippi Valley State. 110 to 74, 85 67. Oklahoma beat UTSA, a game that was actually tied at halftime, and then Kansas State got a little revenge. Uh, against North Dakota State for what the Bison did to him a few years ago on the football field, yeah, this probably is not equivalent. 67-54 Kansas State won that one. Big 12 basketball season is underway. Oklahoma State should be able to get it taken care of tonight against ORU. I'm thrilled for basketball season to be here. I'm thrilled for Cade Cunningham to be a Cowboy. We are now on high alert. We are on Bryce Thompson watch over the next few days as he's already said, that he wants to sign on the first day of the early signing period, which is one week from today. Glad everyone was with me this morning. Glad I could get up, get this thing knocked out early uh, so that everyone has all day to listen to me just kind of rant and rave about how great it is that Cade Cunningham is an Oklahoma State Cowboy. Big day for Oklahoma State and for Mike Boynton. Thanks everyone for joining me. Find me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at LockedOnPokes and make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you may be listening all right time to wrap this thing up i'll be back tomorrow hopefully recapping an oklahoma state win over oral roberts remember seven o'clock tonight hopefully you can make it to gallagraiba arena if you can't fire up espn plus and that's where you can find uh the cowboys and the eagles thanks for joining me on another edition of locked on pokes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day